0: Welcome to Possibly, where we take on huge problems like the future of our planet and break them down into small questions with unexpected answers. I'm Megan Hall. Today, we have a question from one of our own reporters, Lucy Jones.
1: I'm studying abroad in Copenhagen this semester, and I've been blown away by the number of bikes on the road. I'm curious why so many people bike and how this impacts carbon emissions.
0: We had Lucy and Harrison Katz from our Possibly team look into this question. Welcome, Lucy and Harrison. Hi, Megan. Hello. So, Lucy, you've been studying abroad in Copenhagen this whole semester, right? Yep. And what stood out to you about the city since you
1: moved there? There's definitely a lot of differences between Copenhagen and the states, but one of the biggest is how people get around. Almost everybody here either seems to use public transportation or bikes. No cars? Well, there are some, but the bikes outnumber the cars here 5 to 1. Less than 30% of people even own a car, and almost half of commutes in Copenhagen are done by bike.
2: For context, in the U.S., less than 1% of Americans commute by bicycle.
1: Why do so many people in Copenhagen choose to bike? That's what I was wondering, too. To learn more, we talked to Bettina Werner, the co-founder of an urban design firm in Copenhagen. She teaches classes through my study abroad program
3: and is a regular biker herself. My impression is that cycling in many places in the U.S. is something you do for recreational purposes or Uh, exercise and not necessarily as your daily commute.
0: And what does the city of Copenhagen
2: do to make biking an attractive transportation option? Well, Denmark imposes a high tax on cars and gas is nearly $10 a gallon. That makes buying a car a lot more expensive than biking.
1: But bikes are also a great option because the city has created special infrastructure that makes commuting this way easier.
2: For example, they have what's called a green wave which means that all the traffic lights are coordinated so that the average bike rider would never have to stop at a red light on their way into the city. That's cool. What else does the city do to encourage bike riding?
3: Well, according to Bettina, The bike lanes are wide enough to cycle with someone. And we also have a really big push in terms of innovation for the electric bikes.
2: They also have cargo bikes, which is especially important because it means people have somewhere to put their stuff if they decide to pick up something on the way home. And how does all this biking impact the Danes' carbon emissions? If the whole EU cycled as much as the Danes, it could cut its transport greenhouse gas emissions by up to 25%. Whoa. Is this something we could do here in Rhode Island? Well, this wasn't
1: something that happened in the blink of an eye. Copenhagen had to put a lot of money into developing their bike infrastructure over the past few decades. But Bettina says there's definitely hope if we
3: focus on a local level. So, you know, if you can show that these uh, 6,000 people in this community, they bike every single day and do all their errands by bike, then
2: more people will follow. We're based in Providence, which is making a big push on bike lanes. With a few more links between and some e-bikes to help with hills, we could reach a tipping point.
1: And with more people biking, maybe Providence can be the Copenhagen of the Northeast. I
0: hope so. Thanks, Lucy and Harrison. That's it for today. For more information or to ask a question about the way your choices affect our planet, Go to thepublicsradio.org slash possibly, or subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Ask Possibly. Possibly is a co-production of the Institute at Brown for Environment and Society, Brown's Climate Solutions Initiative, and The Publix Radio.